0: INTERNATIONAL Right, and here we are. I Learned Nothing, episode 26. My uh, my lovely wisdom heads out there. That's what we're going to call them. Wisdom heads? Wisdom heads. My name is Benjamin Sherlock. Uh I am uh, a wise sage and current uh, president of Princeton University uh, right. and Duke of all other Ivy League schools. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, what does that mean? How are you a Duke of a school? Like, I'm not the president of Harvard, but I'm, like, the Duke. <laughs> so what? The du- ben Chalk, the Duke of Harvard? Yeah, so I can, like, I can tell them what they have to study. <laughs> All right. You're just, you're a sociopath, and you're a liar, and you don't care what, who, what you li- who your lives hurt. That's true, but I do care about your education. What? You are, you are my student. Yeah. you did a lousy job. Pat Dean. Hello. Say hello. <laughs> hello. How are you? Uh, I'm doing a lousy job. Yeah oh yeah you haven't learned anything i've just learned that you're kind of a prick (laughs) you're like a smug prick all right well set in his ways prick shut up um what are we talking about today (laughs) we're talking about the new atheists isn't that something the new atheists the new one these are these are the the four newest atheists i just woke up from a nap so i just woke up from a nap, which means i can't speak but i'm very fresh yeah, you are fresh. You're bright-eyed. You're ready to learn. Yeah, I'm bushy tailed I literally have a tail. Yeah. And it's, a whole, it's a long story. You're ready to learn about how God is a lie. Evidently, according to these pricks. <laughs> speaking of pricks. Yeah. Oh, speaking so of smug want, pricks. Dude, okay, seriously? You want to call me a prick? Yeah. I'm nothing compared to these dudes. Yikes. They are very smug. Uh, Who are these Very men? prickish. Uh, so, you came to me uh, with... Uh, a Desire to Learn About Sam Harris. Yeah, I that called you on the phone guy. and I said, ooh, daddy, I want to learn about Sam Harris. Yeah. I said, oh, I said, Ben, I've been so good. Can I learn about Sam Harris, daddy? <laughs> and you said, yes, son. What a weird, what a weird request <laughs> yeah. to come to me to just be like, oh, I've been so good. I've been behaving myself. Yeah, I haven't. I want to learn about Sam Harris. <laughs> I've been doing well at work. I've been doing okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, well, I he randomly popped. I think he popped up in my... Uh, Somehow he popped up on my phone. Uh huh. You know what was the thing you read about him? Like, why did you? I why did you decide a to Wikipedia do him? Wikipedia entry. I think. Oh no! Someone's talking about like a like a blog that he does, and so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, who is this guy again? And I was like, oh yeah, he's like this atheist guy. And I looked him up on his Wikipedia page. It said that he was also a philosopher. Mm-hmm. So I stopped reading it. And I was like, "I'm just have Ben read it." Okay, <laughs> this basically this is just like a, a way to get me to read things. This is just you—you you actually tricked me. I—I've told people I do. You don't nothing. care. Yeah, you don't have to learn anything. I just set up the mics. You don't even want to learn. No. You just want to make me do homework. I just want someone to talk to. Well, that's nice. Yes, it's not nice. It's actually horrifying and sad. <laughs> so what's? So hold on. So he's part of this a larger group. The so he's atheists. a member of. You the said new atheists. You refuse to. To discuss him, and you you said you just wanted to talk about the new atheist. Oh, I didn't refuse to discuss him. It's just well, that it's hard to talk about his You had work. a knife to my throat?
1: Yeah, you said, right. I'm, not I'm talk about I, You're right. Yours. I got
0: pretty heated there. Yeah, I like, almost da- your throat. That's what daddies do. Daddies get heated. <laughs> well, it's because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so heated, daddy. That's what I said to you. Yeah. And I go, because, son, you're misbehaving. <laughs> ill okay. So, uh, Sam Harris is a member of the New atheist Is he? Yes. Uh, and that's kind of a that's kind of a term that's applied to these four dudes. Um, not by themselves it's like the media kind of paints them as this. Okay, they all share the same the same uh point or the same mission, which is basically to uh public pub- publicly advocate. Uh, the position of actual, like, atheism as, like, a viable worldview. These four guys. Yeah. and They're like, the rat pack of not believing in God. Yeah, the, the rat pack of not believing in God. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, they also openly criticize religion. And one of their main focuses is how destructive religion is as a phenomenon in human society. Sure. Okay. Um, this guy, Sam Harris, uh, he was born in 1967 he's like so it's weird i also not sure if i'd like categorize him as a philosopher per se but this wikipedia page i mean yeah i guess he is but he's not like in a traditional sense like an academic philosopher like really? he he so he majored in philosophy just like me he's um, like you yeah at uh, at stanford though which is Ooh. yeah which is our arch rival really are they yeah. kind of a step down from princeton oh yeah like a oh, massive fuck step you, down Sam Harris. <laughs> you got beat by ben showlock how yeah. humiliating I mean, right, it's like, it's in fucking California. Like, you can't take any college seriously if it's in California. Yeah, I bet I bet his teacher was like, in the philosophy class was like, so, you know, like, just try to be good to each other. Yeah. His, Let's go surfing. His thesis advisor was fucking Spicoli. Oh, um, no! <laughs> um, so, yeah, just making up lies about Sam Harris. <laughs> uh, but he did, uh, so he... he Uh, Went to Stanford And then he dropped out for a while And did a bunch of drugs And then uh, And then he came back Like several years later To finish his bachelor's He got He he majored in philosophy And then uh, He got a PhD I think in Neuroscience Neuroscience Yeah that's right And so his focus is um, And after that He just kind of started Publishing books So he went straight from You know Getting his PhD To just uh, uh, Publishing like popular Books Instead of like academic papers and stuff, what which is did, why. I, what did, why did H even get a PhD then? Why did he get a, his yeah. PhD? I, well, I'm assuming it's because he was interested in that topic. What a nerd! Yeah, I mean, these guys are all nerds. Yeah, they're huge nerds. You should look at them. Actually, that's not true. One of them is kind of cool. Who? Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, I remember him. So he's he has he's he's a uh, basically a British drunk. Yeah, uh, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, he's a dead British drunk. Yeah, um, who? Uh, was primarily a journalist, most of all, and uh, and now and now is dead. So that's what he's working on now. <laughs> I remember <laughs> his current project popped up on Time Hop the other day. You know, on Facebook you can write jokes, and then years later it'll be, oh, on this day he wrote this joke. And the joke I wrote about Christopher Hitchens dying it was like <laughs> December twentieth, uh-huh. and I said the saddest thing about Christopher Hitchens dying is that he's not gonna see another Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> i read uh, i read a thing that he said that he and his wife just like during christmas they just leave they just hate christmas what do you mean? and What they just go to like desolated areas so there's just no one desolated areas that crazy <laughs> well there's just no that? one around i don't remember but i've I read never a, heard of anyone hating christmas that much well christopher hitchens i guess he hates he hates christmas he, he hates christmas yeah yeah and then he died so and he died christmas christmas one Oh, dude! The war against Christmas claimed its casualty. Yeah, it's Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, it took and out ha- one of the leading generals of the anti-Christmas movement. And now he's in hell, movement. burning forever. <laughs> it's gotta be a bummer. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure he knew he was going to hell. It's gotta be a bummer, like being like, "Oh, there's no hell because there's no heaven." And then you die and you end up in hell, and you're like, "Oh man." Yeah, yeah. That would that's a that's a bummer of a surprise. He's been in hell you. for ten years, right? He's been in hell uh, since 2011. He died in 2011. Oh, okay. So he's been in hell for. Well, good. Six years. He's now. just getting started. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. still got a long. That's six years. Is just scratching the surface of you know eternity. So who are these? Yeah, that's the name of my first album. Scratching the surface of eternity. That actually is pretty tight. It's. I mean, but it's clearly like that. Like the name of like a prog rock album, and yeah. not a comedy album. I mean, if I saw that Claudio, I'd be like, oh, this guy's the most pretentious son of a bitch who's ever lived. Echoes in silence. The new album by Ben Chillock gross <laughs> and it's just a comedy album it's just yeah. talking about your dick yeah and it's for just 48 minutes <laughs> yeah and like the, the album is called uh, A Whisper of a Dream mm-hmm. and then you listen to the album and it's just like the first track is just me just being like oh my wife won't suck my dick anymore and the crowd <laughs> goes crazy and you're like why is it called Whisper of a Dream yeah <laughs> it's just what it's called um it's the whisper of a dream of getting your dick sucked again by my wife. my, yeah. my long-suffering wife. <laughs> long-suffering. Um, all right, let's uh, maybe let's go uh, and introduce all of these guys at once. Okay. All right. So Sam, we did Sam Harris, uh, Christopher Hitchens, old British drunk slash journalist who's now dead. Uh, Richard Dawkins is another guy. Yeah, this guy's the famous guy. He's pretty famous. He was probably like the first one to come out and be all uh, uh, actively atheist. Yeah. um So he's a zoologist slash biologist, just general science guy. He's a scientist. Um, zoologist? Yeah. Is yeah. It's that a, sucks. Does it? I've always I kind of wanted to be a zoologist. I don't even know what it. it is. It's a it's it's a biologist. It's a scientist who studies animals. Oh, that's okay. I it's guess. actually tight. It's I guess like one of the coolest jobs. My probably. initial response, I just thought of a zoo. Oh yeah No it's not someone who like Runs a zoo Yeah I mean clearly But like in my I guess subconsciously I was like This fucking guy Thinks he's better than me He runs a zoo Yeah How humiliating (laughs) Can you imagine Going home you know, you're like, hey, you should meet my boyfriend, he's great. Oh, what does he do for a living? He runs a zoo. I'd be like, Get the yeah, fuck out of my house. He's a zoologist. Yeah, he's well, a zoologist who also runs a zoo. That's what sucks about being a zoologist, I think. Don't want to you. Yeah, no, because everyone thinks it's it's you just run a zoo. You're a zookeeper. The yeah, most they pa- think that you're the most l- pathetic life form. Yeah. A man who runs a zoo. They Get think the that fuck you're, out you're here. the w- warden of a prison for animals. Like <laughs> it's yeah. so shitty. But no, like, but no. We, we need to capture the animals to study them. And it's just a depressed monkey flicking its poop, yeah, and actually you don't need to do that. You can just tag the animal and let' him, let it go back out there. what's up the, why are zoos still around? I don't know, it's really weird. it's one of those things like circuses uh well, they're dying off, they are dying off. I think zoos will probably yeah well, of, yeah, yeah, yeah most circuses out. will be around for a while because those those guys are mostly criminals, and you always <laughs> you always need a traveling group of criminals to like. Yeah, to spice things up. Yeah, to, like, launder money through and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, circuses are kind of dying off. The only ones around are criminal enterprises, I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have to be. And instead of animal trafficking, it's like human trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, that's a good thought. Just a bunch of gypsies just wandering around. Yeah, why not? The fucking world. Carrying an elephant with them. Um, huh. <laughs> so, uh, he's a zoologist, which uh, is, like, yeah, the study of animals. So, he studies not just, like, different animals, but, like, evolution. And... Uh, life itself so Whoa. yeah the word zoo actually and and it, the z-o-o in zoologist comes from the greek word for "zoon," which is uh, animal in greek oh um and who cares so <laughs> why even bring that up you just I, wanted us all to know that you knew that well i think it's interesting because it has to do with animals But, you know, zoo, you could have just not said that. Because zoos have to do with animals. You don't have to bring that up. Well, you know that food comes from the Latin word food. It means food. No, food just comes from the English word food. Well, (laughs) my point is that, Ben, you don't have to impress us all. We all like you already. I just desperately need the respect. I've noticed. No one respects me. I know! (laughs) So, okay. Um, So, Richard Dawkins, his... his, uh, his whole point of departure here is is how he argues for evolution he's a big big time darwinist uh and so he's been uh in these like pretty uh well publicized debates against um like all these different pastors and shit who argue for uh uh creationism and intelligent design yeah and uh he you know credit to him he he, he fucking wipes the floor with them because they're all idiots I mean yeah I knew I knew he did that yeah I mean intelligent design is is the dumbest fucking thing intelligent design more like stupid design you idiot kind of actually that's a good point that a lot of people bring up Uh, thank you to to prove how how it's not some like all powerful creator who created shit because look at uh, like the stuff that you see in nature and how it fucks up all the time yeah like things fuck up like there's like just you know animals born with like you know born lame you know with no no ability to walk, yeah, but or like be interesting or fun, yeah, or that, yeah. <laughs> They're just born lame. Just That's, so sad. That, that is such. Oh, my son was born lame. Yeah, but <laughs> like, he looks physically normal to me. Oh, he's in great no, he's shape. He just kind of sucks. <laughs> it's not fun. It's funny to say that. Like now, like lame just means yeah, just not interesting. Yeah, which is kind of funny because it really just means it, it literally means uh like I think it, like you have a limp, or yeah or you have like trouble walking like you're born with a disability that's like lame one time i was limping the old like english definition of it i was limping out of a grocery store mm-hmm. and i looked up and some guy was limping into the grocery store mm-hmm. and like we made eye contact and i was like whoa yeah it's like oh uh, that's <laughs> the profound glance of the lame i know and yeah. then like you just kept walking and he walked out of my life <laughs> into the grocery store yeah you were both lame for that minute yeah probably to buy some Tylenol or something <laughs> So okay, so there's those three. Who's the fourth? Who's the fourth horseman? The fourth horseman. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. (laughs) So they're called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It sucks. (laughs) It sucks so much. It'd be funny if fucking nerds. They're they're such nerds. Well, funny one of them gave themselves that name. I don't know where the name comes from. I think it's another one that the media just applied on them. Really? Yeah um because it kind of makes sense you know hey guys, it's like kind of clever if, when if we call ourselves the four horseman yeah and his glasses fall off and shatter so loudly yeah <laughs> that the conversation stops the room and everyone stops to look at him yeah and then he, he just immediately pulls out another pair. Of glasses. it happens all the time yeah he has so many glasses with him all right so that guy his name is, his name is daniel dennett uh daniel he, who's this guy so he's this he's the only one of the four who's actually a philosopher i would say um, really? Yeah, he's a. Must be why he's the one that no one's heard of. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> and the one who breaks the most glasses. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, this guy has gone through thousands of pairs. Oh glasses. no, poor guy. What's yeah. his name? Daniel. Daniel. Daniel Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> that would instantly just like just rocket propel their popularity. I think. Oh yeah. If Daniel Day Lewis was like the, the fourth member of the yeah four horsemen, I'd take them a little more seriously. I wouldn't at all. I'd be like, who is this? What is this guy? He's an actor. Yeah, but he has weird hobbies. So, who knows? He could be publishing some weird papers about how God doesn't exist. I mean, the motherfucker cobbles his own shoes. Did you know that? Yeah. It must be so (laughs) profoundly odd to be an actor. It must be so profoundly odd to be Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, fair enough. So, who's this Daniel... (laughs) Daniel Dennett. Yeah. Who's this damn Daniel guy? This damn Daniel. uh, He is a philosopher and professor out of uh, Tufts University I think he's pretty tough yeah he's pretty tough um and he his primary focus is like philosophy of mind and free will and like how our brains can make our thoughts you know yeah okay and we'll kind of get into that in this episode because oh, it no. relates it relates to that okay because it's part of their whole assault on religion one of those one of those, one of the things that they keep bringing up is, not only there is no God, but there is no soul. Whoa! We don't have a soul. Um, Dang, Sam Harris said that? I mean, Sam Harris believes that. Sam Harris actually doesn't believe in free will at all, and he actively argues against it. Whoa. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, do you believe in free will? We kind of talked about this I already. think so. Yeah? Yeah, probably. I'll say okay. yes. So, I'll say 100%. 100%. <laughs> I went back. from so like, fence sitting to just like, I'm 100% in this. Man, you got to stand up for what you think you believe in. Yeah. You don't even know if you believe it. <laughs> um, So, Sam Harris is, wants to fight you, basically, because you believe in free will. He wants to fist fight you. I bet he'd beat me. I think he does MMA. Uh, he does look pretty fit. Yeah. Yeah. He, what if he came to you? What if you got an email from Sam Harris after you yeah. he heard this pro- podcast? And he goes, Meet me behind the RBM food mart at 6pm <laughs> would you would you show up would you fight him I'd show up but I'd bring like a crew of dudes with me okay as backup you'd bring your own four I'd horsemen I'd bring you as backup uh-huh. uh, who else good choice uh, I'd bring you get to bring three people okay so it's four against four he brings the four horsemen oh no we fight all those <laughs> yeah, guys yeah it's gonna be a gang fight alright so my crew is myself you um our friend Joe Tuller <laughs> and that's it I wouldn't have been in the fourth person and we'd fuck these dudes up okay Joe is Joe is uh you know kind of quiet and mysterious there's enough. no way he's good at fighting yeah he's there's no way he's. I gonna mean fight neither either. are us no you know I don't think I'd go I don't think I'd I would do not think I'd go to the RBM food mart I'd fight. fight but I'd fight dirty I'd like I'd like try to find a weapon <laughs> Like I wouldn't. I'd bring the Bible and throw it at them, and they'd be so scared of the Bible, they'd run away. <laughs> yeah, I just bring holy water. Oh no, a Bible! Don't let it touch me, and they run away and crash into each other. Right. Then I throw them in the street, and they get run over by a truck. Yeah, a truck that's just carrying a bunch of priests. Yeah. And I go to <laughs> RBM Food Mart. I get a horitos, Mandarin horitos. Uh huh. Go home. Call it. A, call it a life. Yeah, you won. There's one for God. Yeah. Hey, prayer warriors, we gotta take these guys out. <laughs> so we're the prayer warriors now yeah you me and joe okay prayer warriors do you so are you a prayer warrior do you believe in god are you a soldier of christ i don't know i don't know if i'm a soldier of christ necessarily but there's probably something well would you say you're religious no no but you what you kind of believe in a higher power of some sort i think so probably but whether or not it's a uh uh, one that you can have a personal relationship with i don't know Mm -hmm. it makes more sense for it to be sort of a distant sort of he's not the it's not the type of being who's like you know a guy who cares about what you do every I mean, day like a staff and stuff no no okay it's just kind of a force well no he a... definitely has a bow staff but maybe he doesn't necessarily everything else so would you if if like let's say this being talked to you or something or communicated to you in some way Uh-oh. what would you do like would you if it asked you to do something would you do it um well i'd probably shock it up to me having like a mental breakdown so no so, anytime this thing that you kind of believe in would talk to you, you would consider yourself would crazy just, maybe, instead of believing that it exists? Maybe. I don't know. If if with with certainty, if I thought it was real, I'd probably do what it said. Okay. So, this is kind of what's at issue here, is like how you respond to a belief that some people call irrational. That's just what You freaked out, I think. Yeah. That's what these guys call irrational. So, they consider belief in God or, or, or religion in general as irrational. They... A, you know, argue against the the arguments for the existence of God. So there's like, you know, we talked about like the the cosmological argument, which is like there has to be a first mover. There has to be some first thing that started everything. Yes. And so that thing has to be God. Uh, and you know, we'll not we'll, we won't go through Maybe all. Maybe it's the, just a guy named Todd. Todd. Yeah, and his name Todd was lost, God. And yeah, and they got messed up. You know how Japan, they call it Japan. Nippon. Nippon, yeah, yeah, so and we called it, uh, I don't yeah. know I don't know anyway, I don't know anything Todd about God, what do you think it's a, Todd was a guy, just a normal human being? Well, I don't know, I wasn't there, or that this this God was also just happened to be named Todd a guy who just happened to be named Todd, okay, <laughs> it's Just a huge coincidence, yeah okay, so Todd Almighty, Todd Almighty, <laughs> and so he's all-powerful um I don't know, maybe would you say I don't know. would you say he knows everything? This guy probably does. Todd? Yeah. Okay. Todd the all-knowing. Yeah. Todd the all-knowing. <laughs> um, okay, so like if Todd spoke to you one day from, I don't know, some other dimension, you knew it was him. You, it's you, it was. Yeah, you know it's not you going crazy. I knew it was. Yeah. It's not you going crazy. Then I'd probably do it. you do it? Yeah, I think so. What if it was, you know, to kill everyone in this room right now? Oh, good Lord. I don't think so then. You wouldn't do it? No. because so you wouldn't respect the authority of this being? Man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This is tough, right? It is kind of tough. So, that's the thing. It's like, so, there's the idea that people who are religious. Yes. And not only say they're religious, but are like committed to their religious convictions. Would, what that entails is that they would do what this God told them to do. They would obey Todd. (laughs) <laughs> they're obedient to Todd. They're obedient to Todd. Yeah, they're to in Todd. service. They're in service of Todd's will. And they will. say, ta-ta, Todd." Yeah, I love you. <laughs> tata, Todd. Toodles, Todd. Toodles. Um, they say, Dad, you doing? And I leave. Dad, how are you? Um, and so the the four horsemen, <laughs> the new atheists, their whole take is basically that this uh proclivity in some people. To believe that there's this thing that we can't see or prove exists is dictating uh, like our actions and how we're supposed to behave and act among other people. He says that that's irrational. That's an irrational source for our morality, for our convictions, uh, and for how just how we decide to live our life day to day. And he says, and they say that this is an actively harmful thing to society and you see it with like you know the terrorist attacks of 9-11 uh you see it in um uh like the the christian rights the christian fundamentalist movements like uh uh attempt to you know eliminate any any options for contraceptives or abortions for women yeah the Um, the ben shillock doctrine (laughs) <laughs> no nah, I'm I'm absolutely on board with all kinds of baby killing instruments. Okay, well, good. Um, and like and you can sleep at night. I, yeah, I can sleep fine. I mean, yeah. I don't sleep well at night, but it's not because of that. Why do you think that you don't sleep well? It's because of a you promise be- I broke years ago. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna guess you're just up all night jacking it. <laughs> you just couldn't bring yourself to fall asleep because you were just jacking it. Yeah, just jacking. But now it turns out you're haunted. I love Jacking. Um, so yeah, I was haunted and Jacking, and I was reading about Sam Harris and the Four Horsemen. <laughs> and um, so they all kind of come at this uh, problem or at this like, uh, a position from different areas. Uh, so let's go like, you, know, one by one. Let's talk about Sam Harris first, since D-O-G. he's your guy yeah, he's, he's the guy, guy who you want to talk to.: Talk he, about: I'm my main man. But Sam you' main man. So he, he disagrees with you about free will. He thinks that free will is an illusion. Why? So his you know Well, I don't think he I don't, personally, I don't think he really knows this for a fact, but this is what he argues. Um, what he says is based on his research in neuroscience, uh, he has kind of observed these phenomena of like how we make decisions, like what, what our brain like physically does when we're like making decisions and yeah. considering things and stuff like that. Um, and he says that basically in this worldview that we ex- where we accept science. Like, we accept, uh, like, that everything is physically determined, right? That a cause has an effect, and a cause has an effect, cause has an effect, cause no matter what. Cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Um, that if I we... I your cause and effect right here, pal. Yeah, these two, your fists? Cause and effect. Yeah. My two fists. <laughs> That's pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good names for fists. I'm gonna get them tattooed on my knuckles. Cause and effect. Yeah, both words are too, too big <laughs> Well, I'll make it work um, So, we gotta talk about cause and effect at some point too Because that's, bi- that's a whole thing Okay um, But that's too big for this episode right now But anyway, let's just accept uh, that, you know the way, the, Let's just accept the worldview that science kind of paints for us Which is that every cause has an effect Every effect has a cause And there's no For every action, there's an equal and opposite yeah, reaction there's basically There's, no, there's no thing that happens that's unaccounted for by yeah. some previous thing does that make sense sure okay he says we accept that and we kind of have to in order to make like physics just conceptually work in our heads um he says that there, there can't be free will because free will is if you think about like what we're made of we're like these brains basically in these skulls and our brains like has neurons and the neurons fire in a specific pattern when we're making a decision and then when we decide to do something whatever that means uh, a pattern of neurons fire, which leads to like our nerves, which leads to our muscles that make us perform whatever physical action we need to do to fulfill that decision. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he says that if that's the process that happens whenever we do anything, uh, where is will? Where is free will? Where is it in that in that line of events? Um, it's in your brain. <laughs> but where cerebral cortex okay where in the cerebral cortex the left side of it it's in the left side so you're just gonna keep narrowing it down i don't know i don't know the answer <laughs> so that's kind of the whole thing there is no real answer to it he says that because there's no immediate answer to that question he says using occam's razor oh yeah you know it's like why why should we Postulate the existence of this thing we call free will when we don't need it to explain our actions okay yeah and so he says it's just it's just it's it's just as useful to say that free will doesn't exist it's just an illusion okay and he says that since there's no free will that kind of leads to all these other implications like uh, that there's no free will but then you can just do anything you could do anything and then th- that also means that there's no there's, it's almost like there's no there there when it comes to your own self, because there's no you making a decision at any point. Huh? Uh, And if there's no you making a decision at any point, then there's no you at all. There's no self. There's a me. And if there's no self, well, hold on. Okay. So you object to this, but let me just get through this point. Sure. Uh, So if there's no, let's, if there's no self, if there's no you, if there's nothing that we can call our actual selves, then there's nowhere for a soul to live. Where's, a, where's the soul? I'll and say- then there's no soul. What about this, though? Yeah. Without the self, there's, there can be no self-loathing. So, I think I've proven that the self exists. That's, so, this is great. You are learning something. Yeah. So that's a that's um a reductio ad absurdum that you just did. No, it's no. Yeah, no, it is. No, that's a good thing. Oh, uh, I think mean, yeah, good job. Yeah, it <laughs> <is>. yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing. You're doing great. You're doing great, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, reductio ad absurdum is a is an argumentative technique to get to a conclusion by showing the absurdity of its opposite. So you're saying that obviously there's a self because if there is no self, then there would be no self loathing. Then what am I hating? But I'm fucking self-loathing all the goddamn time right that means there has to be a self loathe is one of it's just a great word yeah it's a good one i'm i'm actually so proud of you right now (laughs) that you did a you did a successful reductio ad absurdum well good just now yeah i've been been preparing for this this whole podcast yeah 26 episodes of of took us (laughs) have built up to my infidio absurdum (laughs) reductio Yeah, you know? Redux Reduxio ad absurdum. That's what I said. <laughs> you said in video. Or did I which just Which is do, like, it's not a Harry Potter on, spell. Or did I just do <laughs> the thing again, just now, so... No, you didn't. So this did is the tragic again. thing, is that you did it, and you, so you kind of know it was how tragic, to do it, but you don't... The state of p- politics in this country, that's Yeah, that's, that's fucking tragic, friend. Well, that's actually absurd, too. Yeah, I know you're a big Trump guy, so I know you don't like to hear it, but... Big fan yeah. of Trump. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> um so okay so that's his whole thing uh mm. and do you believe it no not really why so how like why do you think you're smarter than this guy <laughs> well because i went to princeton and he went to stanford oh, yeah. oh fuck, fuck you dude oh um, fuck you stanford yeah and um okay so they've always struck me as cowards st- stanford, <laughs> stanford men stanford men they struck me as cowards yeah and I'm well, like they can't l- row crew for shit. That's for Gladiator. Oh, Hampshire. fuck, yeah. dude. Fuck Get them. Get them. Yeah. What else can't they do well? Um, I don't know. I d- oh, man. <laughs> man, we're on such a roll. I can't think of anything else. Well, first of all, they were founded in the 1800s, which is like, ugh. Right. You know? Yeah. That's so nouveau riche. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check out, check out the new kid on the block. Yeah. Stanford. Right. It was found in the 1700s, right? So you Fuck don't... You. So Before you, the country even started. So you're saying this guy's bullshit and he's an idiot. No, you know, I don't think disagree. he's... a disagree. I don't think he's an idiot. You think he's awful? <laughs> he could be awful. He seems... He comes off as very... Uh, like, he's very impressed with himself. Well, wouldn't you be? And I guess so. I mean, I'd be impressed with myself if I could just, like, publish a book with no fucking credentials, um, which is kind of what he did. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of odd. Um And he's talking about, like, one of the biggest topics in the world, which is, like, religion. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he also has uh, some good points. Like, he does talk about how religion over the course of history has been highly destructive and has been the cause of a lot of violence. Uh, Unnecessary violence. And that it's showing up all the goddamn time as the cause of this violence. uh, Or as one of the causes of violence. So his conclusion then is to be like, well, well, let's, let's try to diminish its influence. Let's try to get rid of it. Uh, and that's, that's the one interesting thing about the new atheists. The one thing that they have gone for them again, I guess is, um, that it's kind of the first time ever that, that anyone is like actively like pitching this, like let's destroy religion. Like let's get rid of it Yeah, because it's like actively bad. In we've had it. us. Yeah. Uh, Whereas before, like, you know, pe- people have been atheists before, but they're just... Have not. <laughs> That's why they're the new atheists, because yeah. they were old atheists. Oh, okay. But these aren't your grandma's atheists. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're new atheists. The old atheists were happy to just say, hey, it's okay if we don't believe in God. Y'all can believe in God if you want, but we just don't <laughs> believe it. Um, and the new atheists are kind of like, no, like, we don't believe in God and everyone else also should not believe in God. And you guys got to stop with this weird religion shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, I don't agree with getting rid of all religion, uh, but I do agree that we should diminish the influence of organized, institutionalized religions, because that's when that shit gets really hairy. Yeah. Okay. What about gospel music? Gospel music is great. So... So that's why I don't want to get rid of religion entirely. So basically just for the music. If it weren't for gospel music, I'd say fucking burn it. (laughs) Burn it all. (laughs) No, I just... (laughs) So who else should we talk about? So this guy is saying there's no such thing as free will Mm -hmm. and religion is a sham. Yeah. Interesting. And so... Why do you think this guy... Why do you think this guy's famous? Like, it's weird to be famous just for saying there's no God. I'm not totally sure exactly why he got, fa- or how he got famous. Like, he, I mean, he is he is an intelligent dude. I think that's obvious. I mean, like, he, he, he. For, I mean, he got a PhD in, in neuroscience. Like, you have to be kind of smart to do that. Um, it's not rocket science, but, you know, it's close. Right. Uh, is and rocket science really the most difficult one? Why is it, why does everyone say, oh, it's not rocket science? Yeah, it's uh you think these guys are a little full of themselves. I think rocket science is pretty difficult though, but it's not as it's not as difficult as I, I would say like um like uh being the- a s- how about being a single mom, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the hardest job. Ben. Um that's still not as hard as being like a theoretical physicist though. That's really hard. Really? Yeah, you gotta think about like different dimensions and shit. Ah, oh, fuck that. Yeah. I'm late to work. What every if you were day? a single mom in multiple dimensions? That would suck. <laughs> We <laughs> got tight, I guess yeah, I guess it would be kind of tight. um you could just like put your misbehaving kid in like one dimension dimension x, you yeah, dimension x for timeout dimension time out, oh no, <laughs> dimension x <laughs> so he just is just famous for some reason yeah i mean i'm sure there's an answer to that question i just don't know it i don't know why i got famous but maybe he he just wrote the book at the right time well okay so here's the thing he did write one of his first books i think it was his first book was this was called the end of faith and he wrote that in 2004 but he kind of started writing it right after 9-11 and there's kind of an obvious connection there because like you know 9-11 these these attacks by uh you know al-qaeda Yeah, a fundamentalist Islamic group. I mean, if you want to believe that narrative, I mean, obviously, it was an inside job, but... Right. um, Al-Qaeda was just the name of the janitor at the Pentagon, and they just (laughs) named the group after him. Yeah, right. They're like, Al, you've served us faithfully, so we're not going to give you a bonus or salary increase, but... We're naming this that terrorist we're, group. We're naming a, that we propped up an after. international terrorist network after you. Hi, Al Qaeda. How the hell are you? <laughs> what was? What if that was your name? I'd be upset. I'd be. I would change it. I'd there's go. there's a guy who is like related to Hitler. I think he's like Hitler's nephew or something like that. Okay. Who? I think he just died. He moved to New Jersey. Yeah, I know about Did, these guys. You hear about him? But he kept his name. His name is like like Gus Hitler or something. Like that. Well, yeah. Well, he well he just had like. But he felt really bad about Nazism. Yeah, he had like, family I, members like, I had who, to leave because... who would, like, tour the world mm-hmm. and tell people that, like, Hitler was bad. <laughs> like, while before World War II, they'd be like, hey, no, this is bad. I know yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I Hi, know he's insane. He how, how how? How do I know that he's bad? Because my name is Christopher Hitler. Yeah. Okay? I know the guy. We've yeah. met. You wouldn't believe our Thanksgivings. Oh, God. Yeah. Hitler Thanksgiving. Don't get him started. Yeah, yeah he's also a vegetarian, so he'd be one of those. Oh, people. God. He's probably saying something about the turkey. Um, is there sausage in this stuffing? Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's delicious, Hitler. Hey, Hitler. Fuck you, you. fucking enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. Try to enjoy yourself. More. We're family. We're trying to have a nice evening. When you're here, you're family. The Hitlers. <laughs> the Hitler Garden. <laughs> the Hitler Garden. Um, okay. <laughs> so, who else? Who else is? So, so, so there's that okay. guy. We've covered him. So, that's Sam Harris. So, another guy is... So, so are you... Do you like his philosophy or do you not like it? He barely has a philosophy. I don't know he's, he just doesn't believe in free will and he hates God and <laughs> hates God and that's about it uh, that's that's the thing is like he's not he's not like all the way a philosopher I don't in my opinion um, He hasn't passed the Cholok test. no he hasn't passed the Cholok test. It's a very rigorous test I bet okay so let's actually do this and talk about an actual philosopher he, this guy passes the Cholok test. Sure. so Daniel Dennett the he's like king nerd of this group. Oh this guy hmm. Yeah, breaks glasses. Um he uh probably bumps into tables and knocks plates off a lot. Yeah, he looks like okay, think of the comic book guy from uh <laughs> The Simpsons. Yeah. It's like that's him, but like aged fifty years. So he's like an old, like an old man version of the comic book guy that's from nice The Simpsons. Thing. So that's Daniel Dennett. Um so he uh writes about philosophy of mind. And uh, he also writes about free will, but he actually believes in free will. Um, that's a whole complicated theory that he has. But let's just say, let's just be satisfied with knowing that he believes in free will. He's all in. Yeah. And he, he actually, rules. he argues with Sam Harris a lot Whoa! about free will. Are they friends? Yeah, they're friends. They have like a like cordial debates, like where they disagree. They're like, I don't agree with you. Can you imagine friends? if your life is you having a debate, a public debate with your friend yeah, and then you just leave and like go to the bar. Yeah. That that's sucks. what a lot of philosophers do. Well, that fucking is lame. <laughs> that's the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, I mean, what, you want to get to be... what, what are you doing on Thursday? You want to debate in yeah. front of in front of a bunch of nerds? Some people love doing it. <sighs> All right. Like uh, I watched that, that uh Foucault Chomsky debate again. Oh yeah. And that Dutch guy just is just busting. He's like yeah. so happy to see this. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> so nerdy. He deserves it. Yeah. You know, he probably You know, his dad probably died, you know, when the Nazis occupied the Netherlands. He he probably earned it. I can't believe it's called the Netherlands. Doesn't it sound like some kind of like Tolkien thing? Kind of. Doesn't it honestly, it's like... It is very irritating that they have like three ways to call themselves. The Netherlands, it sounds to me like a very dark forest and you have to talk to like... Yeah, you you have to talk to some like goat-legged troll to like... There's something scary. ...pass some sort of gateway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah I, let's just say i've got my eye on the netherlands okay there's no reason you should because they're like the most peaceful like they've got no agenda well then they shouldn't mind <laughs> okay fine they probably don't they're probably like we have this weird bald bearded dude from america who's just like tapping our phones i'm not weird <laughs> i'm dangerous okay fine inquisitive So All what right. is this guy's deal so He loves yeah, free will. Your, your surveillance projects over the Netherlands aside. Yeah. Um, I'm going to spy on the Netherlands. Dan- <laughs> and I'm starting a GoFundMe to spy, on, to spy on, on, on the Netherlands. On the Netherlands. Specifically based on their name. Yeah. So Daniel Dennett, he talks about, um, he also talks about free will. I'm Daniel Dennett. He's actually... man, it's me, Daniel Dennett. Uh-uh. He doesn't he sound like that at, at all. hi are y'all got any free will? It would be fucking awesome if you talk like that. It'd be so funny. Yeah. Because he doesn't look like he talks like that. <laughs> oh, they um, call me a ham bone growing up. Uh, now does, I do philosophy. He does look like a ham bone. I am ham bone. God, if there was like, if I would just wish that there, someone out there, if anyone's listening. <laughs> oh, is anyone listening, by the way? If anyone's listening and you're in college right now and you're thinking about majoring in philosophy, please do this. Major in philosophy. Pursue it all the way. Get like a PhD. Become a professor call yourself hambone yeah so you'll be the first philosopher named hambone whatever your last name is yeah just do that please and, i don't and, care what you believe and in. you start off all your classes by going welcome to the hambone zone yeah <laughs> i'm hambone yeah hambone, and immediately mclaughlin yeah hambone mclaughlin yeah. immediately gets denied tenure because he keeps calling it the the hambone zone <laughs> so many students <laughs> complain um <laughs> Because it's not a safe space. No. (laughs) His name's Hambone. Yeah. (laughs) No space is safe if there's a Hambone in it. (laughs) No! All right. So what's Hambone's deal? So Hambone, um, Hambone Dennett, he he has this one idea that's kind of interesting. He talks about, uh, he kind of comes up with this term called qualia. He says qualia are these uh, instances of subjective experience, subjective conscious experience. And it's that, like part of your personal experience that can't for some reason quite be touched by objective reasoning or analysis. So like, what is it like to be Pat? What is it like to be you? It's pretty bad. When you wake up. Well, so yeah. It hurts. I wake up and everything hurts. So that, qua- that's those are, that experience <sighs> is, of this happened to me. is composed of several qualia that only you have access to. That's the one defining of of qualia mm-hmm. is that the experiencer, the subjective person who has them is the only person who has access to them. So I have no idea what it feels like to be you. Right? That's kind of a cop-out. You think it's a cop-out? I'm asking. Um, I don't think it's a cop-out. It depends on how he uses it. I just don't like that he came up with a term, this whole thing, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, how do we test this? We well, can't. That's a big central issue of this. That's the whole problem with the philosophy of mind. And that's the problem that philosophers and scientists and everybody's trying to figure out is reconciling our ability to uh, analyze and observe and explain things scientifically from an objective point of view. But we'll never be able to do that about our subjective experiences. So how do we solve this? Well, there's no answer to that yet. There's no answer to that yet. People are working on it. Neuroscientists are working on it. Philosophers are working on it. Uh, some people say that it can never be explained. That there's that we shouldn't bother. Uh, I don't know. It's it's one of the biggest conundrum of uh of all of philosophy. Yeah, beyond how we're we gonna pay rent this month. Yeah, I I'm a philosopher. It's, it's, I just think I, no one pays me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why. Yeah, you either gotta be a professor or you gotta publish a book that out of nowhere becomes a bestseller. Maybe, why don't you just do that? Well. I don't. I have to think of a good topic. I, I mean, got a topic. Okay. Your fucking face, bitch. So what? What is the this book supposed to be about? How bad it is. my? So I'm. So I'm gonna write a book on ugly. Or that's like three hundred pages long. That's yeah. like look at how ugly my fucking face is. Yes. And fuck my face. Yeah. Okay. It's called Fuck My Face. The Ben The story. It becomes a wild bestseller. Yeah. Like New York Times. It's like erotica. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a philosophical argument for why my face is an affront to humanity so what else what else is is this guy's deal um so he also kind of um believes that uh he's one of the more moderate members of the four horsemen so he believes that like institutional organized religion is destructive and that that needs to stop the what institutional religion like organized religion okay like whenever you have religion um When religion takes its form as, like, this this organization or some institution of authority where you have some people who say, we have some sort of exclusive access to this supernatural wisdom, and we're going to tell you, the people, you know, average people, that this is how you're supposed to live your lives, and you have to do it in a way uh, that makes you different and special Uh, above other people and other people who don't subscribe to these ideals or to these beliefs they're just garbage they're dirt and you could treat them like dirt (laughs) and he's like that's what happens when religion becomes organized Uh, because you're taking you're taking this kind of ideal that's like the one of the most I mean holy things like it's holy right the object of religious belief is something that's holy and sacred and exists above just like you know bullshit random things here on earth yeah right so it's like the most important thing in the world it's the thing that governs the entire universe and he says that this justifies you telling that guy to go fuck himself or or kill him because he doesn't believe in the weird shit that i believe in yeah okay and so it's a it it acts as a way of dividing people and that's so he argues that when it becomes institutionalized it becomes an instrument of power that's abused and you can see examples of that throughout history, right? Uh, the Spanish Inquisition, um, the you know, ban Inquisition, the what? The ban Inquisition, the ban Inquisition, yeah, the Spanish Inquisition, Spanish Inquisition, the Spanish <laughs> you know, ban Inquisition, yeah, <laughs> the, the shitty Inquisition, <laughs> um. <laughs> the dirtbag Inquisition, yeah, uh, the shithead Inquisition, the They're all called as yeah, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, dude. Yeah, um, and all religions do this. Like you know, it's not just Christianity; Islam does that. Uh, even, you know, Buddhism kind of does that now. What? Like, kind of. Like, the Rohingya what? genocide or whatever that's happening in Burma. What? Those are a bunch of Buddhist people killing Muslims. Really? Yeah. I thought they weren't well, allowed to do that. No, they're not. <laughs> but I thought they were, like, really not allowed to do that. I, yeah. Which is why it's kind of surprising. But it's just this its just this thing where, like, it's, it's used as an, an identity marker. Where, like, I'm this and you're that. And because you're that... I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm yeah, fuck you up, dude. Yeah, and that's kind of what re- that, he says that that's what religion does. So that's kind of what they all say, uh, and yeah, and that's sort of true. But <clears throat> I think he goes a little too far. I don't know. He goes too far, but he's the most moderate one. Well, he's the most moderate of them because he tolerates, or at least he he like uh, accepts the idea that some people are just gonna be religious because the. Or at least spiritual, because like this uh, this impulse that we all have towards some understanding of a thing greater than us, you know, like the like how you said that uh, you still kind of believe in some sort of force or power or being that exists, right? Yeah, that controls everything or is like you know at the root of everything, right? I guess so. So. Like, can you ever say for sure that you don't believe in it? Do you believe that there's nothing? I don't think so. No. So, you have this kind of... It's more of an emotional thing, though, right? I'm emotional, baby. Right. But, I mean, like, it's just this thing. It's like an impulse. So, you can't explain it rationally. Right? hmm I mean, that's kind of what I believe. I mean, look, we'll talk about what I believe real quick. Is like, I oh. still can't believe... I still can't really be an atheist. I still believe that there's got to be some thing out there. And why do you think that, being... So that's the thing is I can't say why exactly. It's just it's not allowed. Thing. To. What? You're not allowed to oh, say that? yeah, why? I'm not allowed to. If I if I told you I'd have to kill you. On the podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I can't explain it. It's a, it's like a it's an impulse that I can't explain rationally. And since I can't explain it rationally, it's it's by definition irrational. And Dennett is this is the one guy who's more ah, modern. Well, he's the one who says that it's fine for human beings to have this irrational impulse, uh, and the others are kind of saying, "No, actually, we should try to get rid of that entire irrational impulse." Yeah, because they define everything that's they define the good or or uh, you know the things that would benefit humankind in general is if you uh, arrive there rationally. And anything that's irrational is bad. Like, morally bad. Hmm. And so that's where I disagree with him. Because I think that there's some irrational aspects you to it. You draw art. a line in the sand and you say, not today. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's me, Ben. Yeah. And I'm standing up to you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not standing up to them. You I mean, won't like, pass. The, you, you shall not pass. One of them is already dead. So, like, well, it's fine. See what happens when you fuck with, with Ben Scholock yeah yeah see, die of cancer or whatever I think he died of like fucking pancreatic cancer something was, very the worst bad worst one yeah which is really funny because it's like I hate God fuck God fuck Christmas and then he's like alright here you go pancreatic Panc- cancer yeah <laughs> the most painful cancer <laughs> 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 I don't know what can you do you know that's kind of why i believe in god too <laughs> because well the other thing too is that like i like the idea of something out there that's just totally irrational like i like the idea i kind of i don't really believe this but i like entertaining the idea of god <laughs> just being out there being god and being fucking bananas just being insane because like wouldn't you lose your mind if you were all-powerful well, I would, because I'm a human being. Right. Well, I think that's kind of what happened. I think a human being became God and didn't know what to do with it. You know, <laughs> for a while, I was led to believe this, and not for very long, for like two days, I looked into this and found mm-hmm. out it wasn't true. You know how, like, in, in Mormonism, mm-hmm. the Church of Latter-day Saints? Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. You know about these guys? Yeah, it's, uh... You're like where? Oregon Trail Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the whole thing is like I guess you're allowed to have, you know, multiple wives and stuff mm-hmm. and you get your own planet. Yeah, when you die? Right. I heard that. Is that the part that's not true? No. Well, no, that's true. However, mm-hmm. someone postulated mm-hmm. that Good word. we're some Mormon guys. Planet. Oh, cool. And like then when you die you become God? But then I looked into it immediately, and that's just not their belief. Oh. That would have been kind of cool, though, right? Yeah, it's kind of funny. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's like a good premise to a Black Mirror episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. So what do you say to that? I think that's a very amusing anecdote. Yeah. Okay. I'm full of them. (laughs) You are. You're full of amusing anecdotes. What else, dude? Do you have anything else to add about these four fucks? I guess, so... Dawkins. Dawkins, we got. Let's Chris talk about. Chris was kind of a jerk, huh? Chris Richardson was kind of a jerk. He's kind of a jerk. He had a lot of weird, problematic opinions. Yeah, he, he was kind like, of a sexist. Yeah, he thought women scientifically could not. Yeah, be he, funny. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of a thing. That's interesting. Which is like also like for someone who's an advocate of science, that's like observationally not true. Very close-minded, yeah. Like I've seen women be funny. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true you were like <laughs> i was like whoa chris hitchens yeah said um so he's Fends like that crying yeah he's like a very opinionated edgelord who like uh it's an edgelord an edgelord someone who's like edgy all the time he's like i'm fucking edgy i'm gonna say shit that like no one else says but like a lot of people wearing fedoras say it uh oh that's an edgelord yes yeah, oh yeah uh and he's kind of that he's like king edgelord dude what I I I'm not even trying to be funny. Oh, <laughs> I thought it. I know what you're gonna say, but say it anyway. <laughs> I thought an edge lord was a guy who didn't masturbate. Yeah, and he like <laughs> saved it all up to be like creative or something. Oh no, I thought you were gonna say somewhat similar, but it's just someone who like like jacks it right up until he's about to bust but then, but then holds too. off i swear to god yeah. i also thought that yeah yeah <laughs> i couldn't tell if it was a guy who didn't jack off or a guy who jacked off until he was about to bust a nut and then yeah. just decided not to for yeah. like mental for whatever like to be weird, like, perverted. strong yeah <laughs> that's really what i thought it was um that's assumed well so edging is a thing that's that's called edging oh so i'm not crazy no you're not crazy okay because if that was not based on something yeah, 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 that's yeah. crazy yeah yeah <laughs> no that's a thing but oh, they're, being they're, insane they're, in the membrane how that made you didn't jack off what What's nothing to do with each other yeah what? okay so he's an edgelord okay so he's an edgelord he um let's i don't want to spend too much time on him because he's not he's not he's even dead. close to a philosopher he's dead he's a dead british drunk that's all he is. He was a drunk yeah yeah he he did kind of expose mother Teresa for being a fraud that was yeah, pretty Yeah, that's crazy. interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, what else did he say? Oh, yeah, he was, like, totally on board with the Iraq War. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a... Uh, yeah, he was, like, into it. Weirdly right-wing in many ways. In some ways. He's very specific. He's about specific issues. He was right-wing on some things and liberal he, on he others. He just seemed he's like he liked a, to argue. Well, I think he's just the fucking drunk who forgot what his position was the last time he talked about it. Someone, so I was reading a thing yeah. about him... He was talking to some other British guy, mm-hmm. and he called him, like, a Trotskyist Poppin' Jay. And I was like, this is the most <laughs> British insult <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that's pretty tight. Yeah. Poppin' Jay. I don't even know what that is. I think it's someone who can't handle their beer. Handle their liquor, I think. That's that's such a British insult. Yeah, you imagine? To call that, yeah. summon that, and mean that? That's what that oh, means? Oh, you meant it. Yeah. There, it was in a huge moment. Know. Hey, you don't know. Tell me where our heart's been. Yeah. <laughs> You're a Trotskyite, and you can't handle your beer. Yeah, and he was like, only one of those things is true. It's yeah. True. Um. Okay, so let's talk about Dawkins real quick. Sure, and then we'll wrap it up. Hell so, hell. so Dawkins is the Touch one. Me, Richard Dawkins. So he's he's probably the the <laughs> enemy of the smug prick. Yeah, like scientist who thinks he's smarter than any, everyone. It doesn't help that he is smarter than most people. Yeah, that's a problem. When you're when you're that smart, you have to know. Like yeah. after a while, you kind of look around yourself and you're like, "Oh, you you I'm so much smarter than you." Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I live that every day. But right. So like, you know the struggle. I know the struggle, but like at least I've know, had people I can, say that to I can me. Tone many it times. down sometimes. Yeah. You know, and he just does can't. I think it's because of his accent. Just British people just don't can't ever sound like they they can't sound salt of the earth right it's all just fake humility yeah they just they always sound like uh this podcast reverts into just british bashing bashing so well they're a ridiculous group (laughs) sorry um bunch of inbred fucking small island having pieces of shit (laughs) hey where's your empire at now oh what is it oh northern ireland and Wales. yeah it's part of my family's from northern ireland it's not the best (laughs) we're not the best yeah you just got fucking hissing llamas and cows and yeah shit remember that yeah um okay so but anyway fucking regardless Uh, actually did you know that this fucking dude was born in kenya really yeah he was born in kenya obama wasn't but he was (laughs) weird the whiter of the two was born in kenya decidedly whiter yeah um, but he was born, he was born in Kenya because his dad, I think was like some, I mean, it was a fucking imperialist shit. Like, you know, Dawkins. I mean, he comes from this fucking British family. Yeah. Uh, just like George Orwell was born in in India. He was? Yeah. He was born in India <laughs> because his family was stationed there. George or Orwell. Yeah. Remember when the British owned the world and now they just have this fucking tiny yeah. stupid island and a half. They have Scotland, they have Wales and they have yeah. Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um, but anyway, where to go? Must be proud of yourselves, right? <laughs> a lot of people died. <laughs> a lot of people must um, be real proud of yourself. But he, uh, okay, so he he's primarily a biologist, uh, a zoologist, right? He's a zoo guy. The zoo, yeah. And uh, and he studies basically evolution. He's he, most of what he what of his like most of what his scientific publications are about are evolution, and. The theory of evolution, and in particular, the theory of uh, evolution by natural selection, which is specifically the theory that Darwin came up with, and which all biologists and scientists go by now, uh, that was a huge, like, really destructive blow to the position of religion in society, because it took away one of its biggest things, which was, like, explaining how we all got here. Yeah. Yeah and why there are d- these different animals. And now this fucking bearded weirdo, Darwin, just decided to say, and was right about it, that uh, the reason we see all of these different varieties of species and why we find all these fossils in the ground and why all these different animals can be kind of similar to, another, to each other but also different, uh, and the reason why we see differences between generations across history all of this stuff is all explained by the uh the theory of evolution by natural selection and now we don't need some weird story from the bible about some drunk Mm -hmm. like corralling in two of every animal into a gigantic boat that he built with his three sons to (laughs) his three large sons yeah his large adult sons yeah his large grown adult sons to float while god kills everybody else in a flood drowns them drowns them to death <laughs> that's yeah. not where animals came from i never thought <laughs> about how they repopulated the planet was it just, how many humans were on the ark do you know i think it was just them so where okay so how so you it hear was that incest sto- how do you yeah. hear that story and then go oh yeah that makes sense like because when it was written i mean it wasn't written at first it was like orally transmitted but gross back when it was with they when they came up with it uh people kind of did incest a lot back in the day oh man yeah it's gross but it happened i mean why do you think people in fucking tennessee do it i don't know i mean because they live in these weird like ravines yeah in between their like mining shifts and they don't meet anybody else mining except shifts. To, Except yeah because they're all miners yeah. <laughs> And they don't meet anybody else except their own family members. Yeah. So they just fuck each other. Like, when you don't know anybody else. Yeah. You're, like, stranded in the middle of this weird wilderness. You're gonna bang your you're sister. You're just gonna bang your sister. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do, I guess? Build cities, for God's sake. <laughs> Get some other people in there. Yeah. I guess what you, what else you could do is just not commit incest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because it's, like, not only, like, morally weird, but... Uh, like, there are clear, like, biological effects of it on your offspring. Yeah. Yeah. So, this Dawkins guy, he's, Which like... Which is also explained by the theory of uh, evolution. Right. Yeah. So, he's, but he's, like, super famous, too. So, he's super famous. And Why he, is he famous? How do these guys get famous? So, if, if anything, <clears throat> Dawkins, at least... Well, okay, so Hitchens is famous because he's just a loudmouth British drunk with weird controversial opinions. And he's actually a really good writer. He is just stylistically. He's just like, he's amazing. Uh, that dude can turn a phrase. Yeah. Oof. Um, Sam Harris. That's I have no, no idea. Why, the color. I have no idea why he's famous. Okay. Uh, Daniel Dennett is not famous. So that no. answers that. Uh, and Dawkins is famous because he actually has, has been writing for a while. He wrote, uh, this book called the selfish gene, uh, in 1976. And it's actually a pretty cool book, and it explains how like is just a photo of Gene Hack- Hackman. Gene- <laughs> <laughs> it's just a takedown of Gene Hackman. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a him. blistering expose. He of hates of Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. <laughs> Not even his his per- portrayal of Popeye Doyle in The French Connection can nope. redeem him. Nope. Um, nothing can save Gene. Nothing Hackman. Nothing can save Gene Hackman from the wrath of, <laughs> of Richard, Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. <laughs> Zoologist and <laughs> biologist. Um, so he wrote The Selfish Gene, and that's kind of about uh, how he... Oh, dude, so actually, this is crazy. So uh, Richard Dawkins actually may be one of the people who came up with the word meme. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, that's where memes come from. He's like the meme, meme lord. Uh, he started those memes. Yeah, he didn't start at the memes, but he came up with the concept of what a meme was. A lot of people don't realize that what? most memes on the internet mm-hmm. are written by... Richard Dawkins. Yeah. yeah. So hold on, but the way we use memes is clearly different from the way he meant it. Kind of, not necessarily though, because the way he describes it, what he says a meme is is it's like a cultural gene. So a gene is so you know a gene is like a, a line of code in in DNA that gets transmitted down generations. Yeah. In hereditary hereditary fashion. Fucking. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. You have to so, fuck. fucking basically. Yeah, yeah. Basi- exactly right. That's how Genes get passed down through fucking, uh, and these genes usually are uh, coding some sort of attribute to you, like you know, longer fangs or bigger muscles or whatever thing that can like help you survive. Uh, and then when you when you when your chances of surviving are better, then your chances of fucking are better. And then if your chances of fucking are better, chances of having a kid is better. And then that gene gets passed down, and the gene is basically like this it's almost this unconscious thing that's trying to perpetuate itself and so the way to do the way it perpetuates itself is by making it you know a, a code for uh any sort of attribute that'll help you out in the world you know so any any advantage it could give you so a meme kind of works the same way and he says religion is kind of a meme uh but how does so how do those wacky photos that what does that have to do with anything so that's, so yeah, so it's probably, they're probably misapplying the term, but there's still an element of the meme passing through culture, right? Because instead of going generation to generation with a gene, a meme passes from brain to brain uh, through cultural exchange. And a meme is like, I guess in in the internet's parlance, is like, uh, uh, it's this unit of culture, Right. Like a picture with a funny phrase, whatever, a joke. Uh, that's, a what meme- call, that's what I call a dick pic. Yeah, a dick a pic. A unit of culture. A unit of culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Once it spreads to other brains. Hey. It's like a virus, and it goes brain to brain to brain. Oh, it's a virus, baby. If it passes itself through multiple brains, several brains, a lot of brains, and it becomes viral, then that's a successful meme, because that meme... Uh, is there's something about it that allows it to be transmitted over and over again. Hmm. So that's a meme. So work on your dank memes. Yeah, so the dankest of memes. Only yeah. the dankest of memes survive. Right. There's some memes that don't survive their first brain. Right? And so that's an unsuccessful <laughs> And that's meme. called an epic fail. It's an epic fail. Yeah. In science. Thank you. Neurobiologists mm-hmm. refer to it as That's a, what Dawkins calls an epic fail. An epic fail. Epic fail. Yeah. yeah. And it says that the organism that produced... That epic fail got pwned. <laughs> well, that's probably the best way to wrap up this yeah, episode. that's it. So don't get pwned. So don't get pwned by memes. Yeah, don't get pwned by, by by epic fails. Stay dank. Yeah, stay dank and make sure your memes are as dank as possible. And if anybody tells you that your memes aren't dank, you look them right in the eye and you say, Fox News. Fox News. Then you move on. <laughs> just that's that has still failed to catch on no not at all Fox News instead of fuck you people I gotta be honest they're not into it they don't like it I don't even know how to write it like type it out to convey the F-U- Fox News there's aspect of no, it. There's no way to type it. Like, I tried. I shared, like, the, the episode that's out right now, The Veil of Ignorance. Yes. I shared it, and then I added Fox News at the end of it, but I don't know how to write it. Yeah, so I saw that, so it just says Fox News. It just looks like I'm saying Fox News with an exclamation point at the <laughs> For end. no reason. Yeah, it's not the best. We didn't plan this out very well. No. Uh, but that's a, that's, so, that's a, an episode of, that's an example of an epic fail it's probably going to be an epic fail yeah that's not dank. that at meme all. is not dank none of our catchphrases are pretty dank <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i think dow you doing my my no they're all they're all, they're all they're all just shake they're not dank at all <sighs> doubted it, it come to this Dow doubted we do it <laughs> all right we are on the internet we are uh but should we be well that that's uh that's something that only time will tell <laughs> uh where are we pat We're on the internet, you can go to uh, ilearnnothing.com, you can find us on Twitter, you're at Gristleporn. I'm at Gristleporn. Despite objections. Multiple objections. I'm at Pat Dean, just as controversial. Yep, despite Uh, multiple objections. Oh, I mean, so many, much more. (laughs) So many, much more, I can't even fucking talk. Uh, So yeah, you can find us on Twitter or at I Learn Nothing, that's crazy. Collectively at I Learn Nothing, that's the show's Twitter uh i really just post each episode on there i don't do much else with it um i don't do anything yeah you don't do a goddamn thing i, I contribute almost nothing yeah and uh so we're on facebook uh go ahead and like our page go to itunes first and foremost before you do anything else would you go to itunes do us a kindness do us a kindness subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a review if you haven't already uh we'd love to hear from you and then what else bodytapeinternational.com uh our site is hosted there. You can get us there. And then finally, last but not least, here is someone that I think we can unite forces with the four horsemen. And basically, we got to round up a posse. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to find this guy. We need to find this guy. We, we need, to, find teach guy. Him we need to teach him the true meaning of fear. We need to show him what pain is. What pain is, and it's the kind of pain that no god could make. No we'll Let's prove see. to him that God doesn't exist because the kind of savagery we're gonna show him yeah no no, just God would allow that no so find us torturing this guy behind the <laughs> RBM food mart <laughs> <laughs> next week <laughs> on, <laughs> and and as always on our Instagram yeah uh, we'll have photos of the epic torture sesh behind the RBM food mart mm-hmm. so uh, thank you guys for checking this out and uh, you know fuck, fuck off I guess Fox News Fox News go Fox yourself <laughs> International...